Hello. Uh, I hope that you all are having a wonderful Memorial Day. And I wanted to come on here um, for the second time. This is my second YouTube video ever. <clears throat> and offer some more contributions for my uh, EMDR clinicians really around the world who are trying to figure things out right now and trying to sustain and trying to do what's right. Um, so this, this is for you and I hope it feels helpful. Um, I have a confession before uh, I um, share today, which is that, you know, um, this is my second video. My first video last week uh, was the first time that I had ever uh, recorded myself and put it on the internet like that publicly, and um, not a technology person, not a social influencer, actually uh, taped myself um, on mute the first time that I did it. So um, it was it was pretty nerve-wracking to make that first video. Um, for those of you that know me well, um, I used to get really nervous when I would have to teach uh, over at Stanford Medical School in my previous career um, to the med students. Uh, when there was like over 60 people or 100 people, it would just it was so nerve-wracking for me to, to do that. Um, <laughs> when I'd go to conferences and present my research for my educational programs. Um, I would get so nervous to speak in front of that many people. Um, really, my jam is to talk to like six to ten people. So all the like you know small group learning I did at Stanford or my consultation groups now as an EMDR clinician, um, that is my comfort comfort space. So I just I really wanted to to thank those of you that responded to me putting that out there um, and making myself vulnerable in that way. Um, it was actually pretty incredible to get responses from people in the Netherlands and the UK and the Midwest and especially New York and New Jersey where things are really hard right now, uh, Florida, Hawaii, Asia, Australia. Um, I feel like now because of your emails and responses to me, uh, I feel like I'm talking to my pen pals that are my new friends and my new colleagues. So I really just um, want to let you know that I'm I'm very touched by you reaching out, and I hope to continue our, our work together and our relationships together in that way. So why am I creating another video today? Well, I don't know if any of you watched the show uh, Some Good News with John Krasinski, but my husband and I are such fans of that show. We would watch it every week for the last eight weeks. And we're pretty devastated to find out last night that um, not only would it not be on and he wouldn't be hosting, but he, that he had sold the intellectual property or intellectual rights to the concept of the show to um, to someone, to, to like a big company, news company or TV station. So while I'm happy that the concept of spreading good news in the world will continue um, through that, that way, I'm just, um, I'm missing that. I'm missing that weekly reminder that the world is a good place, that people are good people. Um, my husband and I would watch that show and we would just sob because there's something really profoundly emotional and somatic that happens when we see the good in other people. It reminds us that the world is safe and good and reminds us that we are good. So in the spirit of of offering that to everybody, since it wasn't available to us last night, I wanted to make a contribution um, and offer offer that um, to you and tell you that you are good. You're doing an amazing job. Um, I wanted to tell you that uh, this is hard and I wanted to be encouraging and I wanted to think 
about with you about how we give that to our clients right now because you know I think that um, in a lot of ways you know quarantine and sheltering in place has been tough but for a lot of our clients we might be now more than ever the only person who is encouraging them in their life they're not going into the workplace anymore um, if people are going into the workplace as essential workers they're oftentimes not getting that positive feedback or encouragement so I think now more than ever we as therapists in general need to be encouraging of what our clients are doing well or good and to really really reflect back those good parts of them just like a good enough mother a good enough parent would do for a child and um, really want to speak to my EMDR clinicians specifically about how we can really, really help our clients feel encouraged and resourced throughout our entire process of doing EMDR virtually. So I made a video last week about doing virtual EMDR and I was happy to see that a lot of people felt inspired by that and feel more competent and confident to go ahead and help their clients actually process trauma and process disturbing material while working virtually, okay? I got a lot of questions about um, resourcing just in general, and so I wanted to I wanted to offer kind of a, a new idea, at least for me to think about, as a framework that you might wanna hold when working with clients virtually with EMDR, okay? Whether you're in the camp of I'm only gonna resource, whether you're in the camp of I'm gonna resource and then process trauma, um, I just wanted to offer another perspective that might be helpful to you and your clients right now. So, you know, I think about processing trauma kind of like learning, right? So some of you might know that I have an education, master's education background as an educator um, for many years um, at Stanford Medical School, and I'm used to teaching adult learners. And so I've studied and practiced a lot about what are the conditions that allow someone to learn well, okay? So if we think about that, what are the conditions that allow our clients to process trauma effectively or well, right? So we think about safety, we think about, you know, a, a container and all of those things, but really processing trauma is learning, isn't it? Processing trauma is allowing our maladaptive memory networks to connect with these adaptive memory networks to learn things they didn't get to learn growing up, to learn things that weren't um, taught correctly, right? So either having an abusive response or an abusive experience or having neglect where there was just nothing there to teach us, okay? So I really think about processing EMDR as going in and figuring out what parts of us need to learn something now. What is the lesson plan, okay, that we need to learn now? What is the response that needs to happen for the learning to occur, right? What is the psychoeducational information that needs to be available for learning to occur now so the maladaptive memory network gets to update with more adaptive material? So if we think about ideal conditions of learning, I would say that encouragement, which we could also call resourcing, is pretty dang important, right? I'm thinking about my kids right now. So I mentioned I have these three-year-old twins at home who are driving my husband and I totally insane <laughs> during shelter in place, but they're adorable. And I am just watching them, both with my, my therapist hat on and my educator hat on. I'm watching them learn all the time. And now that we are in this pandemic and we're sheltering in place, I am with them so much more. 
really, really looking at how they are learning and processing information. Okay, so I have noticed that when my daughters have encouragement during their learning, they are able to process so much faster. It's incredible to me, right? When I'm able to reflect back to them, oh, look at you putting on your pants all by yourself. Oh my gosh, you are so strong. You are so independent. You are so capable, right? I am constantly thinking about the phase of their development of learning, and then I'm thinking about what is the positive cognition, what is the knowledge, the skill, the attitude that they need to internalize as true now in order to complete this learning process, right? So even if they're doing things that um, aren't on track with what I want us to learn, like potty training, right? Even while they're not meeting the goal of that lesson plan, they're still in the process of trying they are hitting so many positive cognitions, right? Like, I have what I need, I'm trying, I'm capable, I can figure things out, even if they're not reaching that goal. So how does any of this apply to our EMDR clients? I want to challenge the idea that we only resource in phase two, okay? I wanna really think about how we can continue resourcing with what I'm gonna call encouragement interweaves, during processing of trauma, knowing that processing trauma is just like learning, and we all prefer to learn with encouragement, okay? So I'm gonna give you some examples of what I mean by that. Um, and then I also have um, a handout available that I'm happy to share with you. You're welcome again to email me directly at cambria at cambriaevans.com, or um, you can sign up on my link below to get on my mailing list and I can send it to you that way. I'm, I'm trying to get technologically savvy with how to share this. So those are the two ways that I'm um, available to share this uh, with all of you. So this worksheet has what I'm calling encouragement interweaves, which is another way of saying kind of resourcing interweaves um, that really allows the client to see moment to moment what they're doing well, what they're doing right, Okay, so some examples of this, right, might be things like this. What is it like to notice yourself trying to figure this out with me? What is it like to notice yourself learning how to um, make boundaries with your mom, right? When you notice yourself learning this, what is the feeling that goes with that? Okay, so every single time that we are noticing them being capable, being motivated, being good, we want to do BLS around this, okay? We can do this during processing, okay? We can, we can have our trauma target, right? And I would like to task you as the EMDR clinician, especially now knowing that our clients are not getting encouragement from a lot of places. A lot of them are actually in homes where they're getting the opposite of encouragement. They're getting lots of discouragement or maybe verbal abuse or physical abuse. It is so important for us to think about we have this trauma target, okay? And it's okay for us to just take a moment and notice and step back with our clients and say, wow, you're doing this. You're figuring this out. Isn't that amazing? Aren't you amazing? I'm really appreciating how hard you're trying to figure this out. Or I'm really appreciating how you're just getting this. You're nailing it right now. What's it like to notice that? 
and just do BLS, okay? Again, I have all of these encouragement interweaves on this sheet. I'm happy to share it with you. But I want us to think about how to really, really um, beef that up right now uh, during COVID times when we're all isolated and really needing extra encouragement to learn because, you know, there's so much what I'm calling kind of like a reduction of noise in our lives right now during COVID, isn't there? A lot of the overstimulation around us has been taken away in a lot of ways. We can't go a lot of places. Things are reopening, but a lot of us don't feel comfortable to, to go to those different places and get stimulated. So there's lots of space. There's lots of quiet for us to really see, kind of like with this COVID magnifying glass, these dynamics, not just in our relationships, but in ourselves, these relationships between these parts of ourselves, right, that might actually discourage learning or discourage um, helping ourselves feel good. So here's some examples of some more interwaves that you might use. Again, I'm happy to share, uh, share the sheet, but you can really install this during processing and also in real time. So moment to moment, what is the client bringing in? What is the client doing well? What, how are they good? We're getting down to basic, basic positive cognitions of I am good and I really wanna know that. I wanna know that in our relationship. I wanna know what that feels like in my body when I can figure things out, when I can learn, when I can try, when I can nail something that I've been working so hard on, right? Really taking a step back and resourcing in that moment, that quality that the person is growing in themselves and installing that with BLS is so huge right now, okay? And again, using the relational piece of what is it like to notice yourself learning this with me? Or what is it like to have me appreciating how hard you're working right now? What does that feel like in your body to learn, to try? So again, um, this is not rocket science, but I think that the idea of this, again, is important for now. So a lot of us were taught with resourcing, right, to install like um, a calm place or a protective figure or a nurturing figure or a wise figure or to like have a team of love come around you. Um, that's one school of thought. Another school of thought is to go ahead and, um, you know, have uh resourcing of, you know, resource development installation, like what are the qualities in you that we can use as a resource, right? And a lot of these things were trained in our basic training, especially that a lot of these resourcing is, is done separately from processing trauma, right? But I want to really invite this idea of moment to moment resourcing during trauma processing to help our clients feel encouraged, not just to continue to process the trauma, but we can hit any PC that we want to, any positive cognition during processing and just beef it up because it's not going to hurt. It's only going to encourage our clients to keep going. And I really feel like that's what we all need right now is just for someone to say, you are good. There is good in the world. People are cheering you on. And that's what I would like to invite you to think about how you might do that with your clients during this, this pandemic. So... Today's video is a little bit shorter, but I wanted to offer that as something to think about. Again, you're welcome to email me. I love, love hearing from all of you about what you're trying with your clients, about what it is that you're wanting to know more about, um, and what it is that you're learning, because I want to support your learning as well. So I will say goodbye for now. I am in this with you 110%, and I look forward to connecting with you. And again, if you would like to um, sign up to learn more about free resources or consultation, my link is below. Take care and be well.